Life can be so challenging. Where can you go to get divine clarification, help, and advice? Well, may I introduce Natasha Venter, medium, coach, and direct connection to your guides and angels. Through her podcast, Life Clarifications, Natasha will help you navigate through and create your life's destiny. My name is Kevin McDonald, co-host of this podcast, and I've seen her work and know that through her incredible talent, you can be changed forever. So let's start another episode of Life Clarifications with Natasha. We start another episode of Life Clarification with Natasha. That sounds like a really good idea. Hey, kid, how you doing? I am doing much better. And I, you know, I'm going to say this a couple times because I know that people come in and out of this show. And I just want to say thank you, everyone, for supporting me because I know that last week and as I'm getting a pinch on my on my arm here uh, that, you know, my team is supporting me and fairies usually end up doing that, that, um, that when we're going through something, I just find gratitude wherever I can. And I was just so grateful for everyone's support last time. And, 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 and I know that even, you know, like I had, um, my husband's one of the women that, that made a comment is one, her husband is my husband's golfing partner. And it was kind of interesting how she had her husband that's my husband. How's Natasha doing? <laughs> she looked like she was, which was kind of funny in a way, because I don't think my husband in his wonderfulness, because that Wednesday that I had, it was his night that in pool, he beat the guy that always beats everybody. So oh. as I was having a really hard moment, he was having one of his better moments and he wasn't really tapped into my moment. I, you know, by then I was kind of wrung out like a wash rag and I was done with it anyways. And, and, you know, it was just funny how, you know, the dot to dot happened. And and finally on Saturday, he goes, I guess you really had a really bad day, didn't you, babe? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, we're, we're guys, we're not that bright. It takes us a while to pick up on stuff sometimes. And uh, I'm glad, I'm glad that he recognized it though. It took a while, but he got it done. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing is, is that, you know, sometimes, you know, and this is the one thing that I wanted to talk about because, you know, it has been a week since I had, I don't want to call it a life altering experience, but yet it was pretty, you know. It sucked. Well, you know, I pride myself and pride is not necessarily a bad word in this moment. It's something that I hold in great um, care. I hold it in great um, intention and integrity. So my when I was being my integrity and my love are the two things that I walk with that I that I foremost try to do it in my pure way was being challenged and in a way trying to be undermined and i when that happens to me that's hit me in the core that's not a necessarily life altering experience but it's like wait a minute this is a boundary that you don't mess with and and it was being messed with and i had to call the situation and my and you know i want to say that that i have an understanding we're very spiritual beings having a human body 
And mm -hmm. so when I say the humanness, I'm talking about my skin, you know, the motions that we go through that we can only have on this planet the way we do. That when I say my humanness, that's what I mean. My body, my mind that's physical, and my emotions, which are in the package of this scenario, that we, when we're going through that, we do have these human experiences. And that's what I was having last week was my emotions were having to, to kind of navigate through that kind of being beaten up, like I said, with my integrity and my love. And don't call them out unless you're willing to deal with them. And the people I was working with were are still having to, we've all gotten to be in a peaceful place. We understand that there was a ripple effect. There is a scenario that's still going on. But yet, like I said, that when you saw me last week, I went basically from five steps in one room to five steps to this room to manage and want to be with you, every one of you. Because I knew that whenever I am going through something or I am processing, it is for my self-worth of learning an experience so that I can do better next time. And if I can have an experience that is helping you go through your experiences to manage a little differently with some different tools, if I can do that for you, that is my calling, I'm going to call it. That is my, my greater, like I haven't understand that my theme in life is teacher. And it, and that applies to either me and my elementary school system or here or me standing and looking in the mirror at myself that I am teaching. I am teaching myself. I'm teaching others. I stand in witness of a lot of things that are happening. And I am grateful that I can be that for someone. And I know that we all go through something where we get hit in, in the emotional bag. And it almost takes the wind out of us. It's like somebody punching us in the stomach. And when we get that, a lot of things happen. And, and we sometimes have a hard time managing because, and I'm going to repeat a little bit of what I was saying last time, because <laughs> frankly, I think it was my team <laughs> that was channeling <laughs> words to come out because I really, I have knowing of what I said. I actually rewatched a lot of the video just to make sure I said what I said, you know, because, you know, when you're going through something, there's a part of your brain that's saying one thing and doing one thing. And then there's another that's processing out what, what you're supposed to do. And that's what I do kind of. I step aside part of my emotions and everything so that I can be my better me in front of you. Because that's what I care about is my integrity on how I speak about certain things. And if you notice that I really tried to care deeply about the people I was working with. Because of the fact that many times everyone in a situation when something's being said, that we're not always knowing the impact we're going to have on what somebody's saying, what somebody's hearing. And 
that is the thing that I want to hold dear is, is that these, these wonderful people are learning life just like I am. And I want to give them grace, not necessarily without boundaries, <laughs> but you know, I'm not necessarily upset with you know, them. I'm upset with the situation and that's what I was working on. And another thing that was kind of coming to me, especially towards the end of the set of last hour was that, you know, this was my first time in my life because I grew up with not, no men, not very many friends. I'm an only child. I didn't have very many social experiences. I'm going to call it to where I had practice to do a lot of things. And this was the first time in my life that I can recall that I said something that I knew that I had to hold integrity while I was telling somebody something. And then somebody contradicted that. And then somebody believed what I said because they knew my my co-workers knew that I held integrity so they believed me and that right there brought me to tears too because I was such in gratitude that somebody can believe me to that level and and follow what I said to that experience and not everybody in the story did believe me, and that's kind of the contradiction that we're still navigating with. But yet, at the same time, we've all agreed to come to the higher self and try to do some healing, try to do some communication, try to do better. And it's for me to say, wait a minute, we're creating the same story here. We got to stop this. And and that's the role that I play in this situation is, is that I'm not here to heal or fix anybody. I'm here to say that the same story is being wrapped around again, and we can't do that again. By the way, if you'd like to talk to uh, uh, Natasha, you can. We're also, uh, I haven't talked to you about this yet, so I don't know if I should bring it up or not, but we'll see. Um, if you want to do, uh, um, if you go to the comment section, you can uh, type in a comment, and uh, and I'm going to throw this out there just to throw the cat amongst the pigeons, as it were. Um, originally, I thought that sign that saying was "throw the cow amongst the pigeons," but somehow that didn't work out as well. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, and so, if you would like to come on to the show. We have a video spot just for you, and what all you got to do is let me know, and I will shoot you. Um, um, I'll I'll print up the uh, the uh, in, in the 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 click the, the uh, link. That's what I was looking for. The link, and uh, then you can cut that and paste it to your email, and then you can come on here, and we can talk, and we can actually see you. Or you can just uh, not activate the camera, in which case we won't see you, but we can hear you. Uh, so you can do that if you want, if you because this is life clarifications with Natasha, and the whole idea is for her to help you. So if you would like to be helped, if you've got an issue, if you know of somebody that's got an issue, have them call, and we'll talk to them. If not, if you've got a comment, I'll leave a comment, and we'll get to it as best we can there the commercial stuff is done um that's but that's that's a new thing that we've discovered i've discovered that i can do 
with it with this is we can actually have people we can have up to 10 people on the on the line at a time so see let's see who amongst you <laughs> is brave <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll see not nobody's commenting so i'm i'm guessing that uh, that uh, um that would be no so yeah. in any event well, uh, we're just we're in the midst of because there's many times I want people to know, though, that, you know, this is where I am in my life is, is that moments happen. And even in a comment in the 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 scenario of life that sometimes even a comment about something can help somebody else. And I can I just even making a comment, I can get enough out of it that I can support somebody. And your comments, many times you don't know who's going through something. Kind of like for me last week, even though I wasn't my best coming on, but there was probably somebody in a moment that was having kind of either just had moments like that or was going to have moments like that, that my situation could have helped somebody else out. And that's where I really want to be is to be support for you. And this is a moment where life is happening. And, you know, <laughs> thank you, Bev. And I was so grateful because I think your comment kind of woke my husband up a little bit. And I'm grateful for that. You know, our men, I love them. <laughs> They're not women. <laughs> Well, we're we're aspiring to be women. We're just not there yet. And <laughs> somebody could help Susan with the chickens or with the uh, vegetable soup. Well, that would be good because she's up to her elbows in it, and that can't feel very good. So anyway, <laughs> no, that's a whole lot of cooking or cutting and and chopping and 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 prepping and and that kind of stuff. So good job, Sue. You always try to do better for yourself and your family, and I'm proud of you for that. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, and that's what I, there's a statement that I made last week that I really have been understanding that needed to, to be repeated was, is that when something happens and <laughs> trying to honor your body, good job. Uh, when, when something happens, remember that where we're at, we move on things move on. And so it, something happened at, you know, 3.55 last Wednesday that, you know, at 4.35 o'clock when I was done here, I processed things. I had to go to work the next day and I had to interact with those people. And, and how did I, how was my integrity going to walk with that? Well, okay. You know, that was then. They've had time to think. I've had time to think. What can we do different the next time we meet up? Well, I don't want to say forgiveness, but grace. Giving grace, not to the people, but to the situation, that things have changed and, and things need to be working forward, walking forward. That, that if we can just give grace to the situation, many times we can allow healing to go to the right place and the situation doesn't keep blowing up. 
Because that's what I find is, is that when somebody stays in hurt, even though situations keep moving forward, which I, I'm not, I'm not saying it's wrong to be in hurt. I mean, there's part of me that still is in hurt and I haven't talked to the person who I feel is, um, that I still need to have a conversation with because I feel like he called me a liar. And so with that, that there's that part of me that still needs to navigate through that. But I'm telling you though, that every time I've worked with this person and every time I've stepped forward with this person, I've given us grace because that's what we both deserve. Because that's the only way healing and the, and the greater picture to happen. And many of us stay in anger, stay in frustration, and stay in that moment of ouch, which there's some situations that deserve that. Yet at the same time, though, in our day-to-day -day walk, I'm going to say an argument with a spouse, or a sibling, or um, an argument with an animal, uh, argument with the house, <laughs> you know, when something doesn't work quite right, you know, it just... A, a friend, a coworker, a, um, you know, just somebody, somebody at the grocery store that, you know, your normal checkout person that you have, you know, that one day they were probably having a bad day and you were, and you guys kind of got into another argument, you know, it's like, whatever that scenario is, if we can give people grace just for a little bit to see if things can change and shift. It's amazing where things can change and shift. And that is the one thing that I'm hoping that I can support people through is knowing that we kind of kind of have to take a little eye shot of where things are at really. Is this the end of the world? Is this something that that is going to change my life? Well, sometimes kind of like call, you know, calling my integrity out was something that I had to really put a strong boundary on. That still means I can say hi to someone. By the way, Susan's got a question for you. Um, and that and that is, why does my I've got my own opinion on this, but you, why does my husband stay angry at me and stop talking to me for two days at a time? Why so long? Well, what do you think? Okay, I would love an an um a man's opinion on this. Well, I'm not, I'm not a very good man, so I'm not. I'm not. Oh, stop that! <laughs> no, I I really am not. I couldn't imagine uh, not talking. Just see, okay, my dad was that guy. When he got mad at my mom, he would not talk to her for two or three days. Wouldn't even look at her, and until uh, she was so upset that she would, she had a little kimono that she used to wear and she would sit at his feet and beg his forgiveness for being for, because he was, in my opinion, being an asshole, because if you're mad at somebody, you need to talk about it and you need to work it out. But uh, men are sometimes I like it. So there are some men, I don't know why I'm a talker. So if, if you and I need to have a conversation, we'll have a conversation until you're tired of having a conversation, and then we'll have some more conversation just, for, just because. I don't know. The, I've worn you out before. <laughs> yeah, but there, there, are, there are some, well, my son called or something, but there are, there are some men that, that uh, they don't know what to say. They know they're angry. They don't even know necessarily why they're angry, um, and they can't come up with a rational reason. It, it, it'd be like, 
if Susan were to say, well, why are you so angry with me? He might not even know. He might not be able to verbalize what's what's actually going on in his pretty little head that is causing him to be so reactionary to someone he loves. And I, I, I for one, don't understand it, but that's that's just me. So what do you think? Well, I've worked with Beth, uh, with Sue for quite a while. And so knowing a little bit of the backstory of this, and I can tap into it a little differently intuitively, he doesn't always have the tools to deal with emotions. Ah, and that's typical for a guy. Although He doesn't have the tools. And so a lot of times something triggers him. He puts it on the back. He, he puts it in a category where I can't deal with it this time. I can't, he can't deal. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. And then the ball has started rolling and he doesn't know quite how to stop the ball rolling. And then it's like, oh crap, I haven't talked to her for five hours. I can't start talking to her now you know it's like that that mind game of how how do i step into this and that kind of thing and 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 he's he's going forward and and you know it, it's just that problem of how do i start something off again and you know sometimes I'm just going to say this because I was dealing with this last week. You know, I have an understanding that we all have a younger part of ourselves, an inner child. Okay. And our inner children act like sometimes three-year-olds. Sometimes they act like five-year-olds. Sometimes they act like 10-year-olds. Sometimes they act like really cranky teenagers. <laughs> Which is what she's saying here because she responds, it feels like he's trying to punish me. Well, a three-year-old will do that or a five-year-old because that's what they know how to do and they know how that, that will that will upset you. Mm-hmm. Um I you know anyway. So and that's what I'm kind of picturing is him in and I mean this with all the love in my my I, I just I for the love because you know Many of us have not had tools taught to us by our parents and those around us on how to deal with our emotions. And so a lot of times our emotions are stopped at round three or four or five because, you know, our parents keep saying, oh, shush, you you shouldn't be crying. Why are you crying? Go get over it. You know, you didn't get hurt. I don't see any blood. It doesn't hurt. You know, it's like a lot of those comments start shutting us down and and when we don't know how to deal with it well yeah you know like like sue was saying it feels like he's punishing me because in a way he's punishing you for showing him something that he probably needed to hear but he i don't want to hear that why do i have to hear that you know it's like it's like a kid who's who's being told you know go wash your face because it's dirty why do i have to wash my face i'm not dirty you know it's like but then you look in the mirror and it's like mud from one part of the other you know but it's like far greater good sometimes people don't always know that it's far greater good and they hold that anger because it's our inner child going you know about things and and it's it's one of those things that as we walk through life and i'm going to say that those of us that are a little bit more enlightened with situations sometimes when we're working with someone who's not as enlightened 
we have to be careful about not putting it on ourselves that we're being punished for something that they can't handle. You know, kind of like this situation that I've been in for the last couple of weeks is, is that I had to in myself, because this is who I am, that I know that if I'm speaking some of speaking of somebody else, let's say if I'm saying to my kid when she lived here, you know, why aren't you always cleaning up your dishes? Well, I had to look at how I wasn't cleaning up my dishes. You know, it's like when you when you're talking about one thing, you you talk you have to look at yourself to see what it is. Like this whole scenario was about communication the last two weeks. Just a second, yeah. And and so um, so with that communication, and I'm really having to navigate how am I supposed to clean up my communication because it's showing on the outside of me. So I have to pay attention to what how that ripple effect is on the inside of you. I have a question. You got a question? Okay. I got a question. Well, first of all, uh, let's address Sue here. That she thinks his fear of abandonment gets triggered, and that, and I, I don't know anything about their situation, so I can't tell you that. But you did trigger me, so I want to, I, I want to respond in kind with. Um, you've been married for thirty years. Mm-hmm. I was married for twenty-four years. Um, the girl that I met and fell in love with no longer existed 20 years later i went a different path and and worked and started to work on being a little bit more enlightened and stuff how would you recommend to our audience to the people because if you're listening to this broadcast and you're listening to uh, um natasha then you're actively working on yourself you're trying to do better you're trying to become a little bit more enlightened how do you work within the framework of a marriage when one member is still walking around with their knuckles dragging on the ground and you're trying to fly to the sky? How do you make that? <laughs> Sorry. How do you make that relationship work? Okay. I'm going to speak of the eye here because there was a part that, you can speak of the we because it's not just it's, it's not just any one individual. It is this is a common complaint mm-hmm. of, of what happens to people as they have been around each other for a long time, and the person that you were is no longer that person. The person that they were is no longer. You're changing as you grow, but somebody is changing for for to to, to become more enlightened, to become more loving, to become more to become more. And the other one is just trying to go to work and 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 drink a beer at the end of the day, so it's it's a common complaint. So so put it in the framework of not just I but we. Okay, so <laughs> I okay, <laughs> I have to I have to be careful of my words here because I want to honor the people in the network here that um, my own network. <laughs> That there's a scenario that came up in the house shortly after that, that um, that the person I choose to live with asked, why are we still married? <laughs> Actually, the Thursday morning after this situation. And I went, okay, how do I, how do I, how do I 
I was asking my team this, how do I navigate through this when I know that personally I was showing love? And, and somebody was saying I wasn't showing love. Well, I'm not responsible for others, how they, how they receive things. And so if I wasn't doing it in his love language, which keeps changing, by the way, that how am I supposed to navigate that? Well, I'm just going to say, and this is why I told that little bit of the story, because things are moving on. Things are doing better, much better, because I had this conversation with my wonderful other half, that the, we have the serenity prayer. God, grant me this, this serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the willingness to see the things I can, and, and knowing the difference. And I know I kind of screwed that all up, but the two statements that kept coming to me was the willingness to see the things I cannot change and knowing the difference. And so with that, that that made me look at what are the things that I, being the other half, the other part of this relationship, how can I change the things that cannot be changed in the other person? And so this is where I had a conversation with with my my other one that, you know, and I said, you know, I can't help. I can't fill up a bucket that doesn't want to be filled up. You have to be responsible for that. And, you know, there's a lot of the stories. So I'm going to say that that we as people who are more the enlightened have to check in. What can we live with that cannot be changed? And if the other person is willing to hear that story of I'm having a hard time navigating with what is not changing. And if they're not willing to have that conversation, we, the enlightened ones or the ones that are on the other side of that story, have to see what am I doing that's just as effective, you know, that's bothering them. You know, if something's bothering me, I have to look and see what's bothering them to see if if I can fix my side of the story. And if it cannot be fixed, sometimes that's where I got to say that, you know, life, sometimes we're not meant to be with somebody for a whole long time. Sometimes there are moments in life where we're supposed to be with someone. And I can tell you through these 30 years of being married with this man, I checked in with this question quite a bit. Is this my ending spot with this person? Because I'm going somewhere, and in his alcoholism, he wasn't necessarily going in the same direction. And so with that, it is checking in and seeing where are we at in these moments of where we're going. And my love goes to all. Like for me, maybe that... that you know, if we weren't meant to go on, we would have to maybe decide at 30 years, okay, I guess we're done. Because our journey has been done. But then there's sometimes where we can come into a compromise. Maybe, you know, in the house, we just become more roommates, you know, and maybe that that separation can help with moving forward. But we have to be willing to look in the mirror to see and I, I 
that that statement, believe me, I slept about two hours that night. So that statement kept going around and around and around in my head. What can I not change? And the willingness to see the difference, which meant is how can I navigate with this that I cannot change? And what can I talk about to put this back on somebody else so that they can look at it in their mirror and see if they're willing to change it? And if they're not willing, then we have to make a core choice of saying, can I make it on my own? Can I make that decision? There's going to be a ripple effect here and it may not all be good because, I mean, it may not all be good at the beginning, but it's going to go somewhere lighter, you know, and we never know when those crossroads come. But I can tell you with my ex-husband, when I asked that question, a form of that question, maybe not in that context, and I said, should I stay with him? I had an image in my head where I stayed with him and I saw a basement apartment that he had taken off his socks, shoes and everything and walked them all through the house. So there was dirt, garbage, everything in the apartment. And he was doing whatever he was doing and I was trying to do my better. And then I saw myself leaving him and I saw myself on a cliff and flying off. And that was my choice of, of leaving, and which, you know, was not easy, but yet it came to my greater self. Now, now keep in mind, because I know a little bit about you, that that first husband was a raging alcoholic and a drug addicted person who stole from your parents. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that you were <laughs> so, so he is not low self-image, very low self-image for quite a while in my life. He's not the, the, the type of guy. But what I'm talking about is. How do we as spiritual people that if, because everybody's in their own place mm -hmm. and, and as a husband and wife, you tend to grow at different rates. You, what matters to you changes mm -hmm. and, uh, and stuff. Cause like in my situation, I decided that I needed to do a radio show and it was going to cost me money and I had to quit my job to do it. But my wife was a little less than enthusiastic about that entire operation, but we changed, but and 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 stuff. But I still tried to make her happy and to and to make her rewarded and to do the things because as as an enlightened spiritual person, which all of these people that are listening are working to be, yes. um, I think then the, the, what they're able to do, what we're able to do collectively, is to look at it and say, "All right, he's not where." I would love him to be to be my the guy that I want to walk hand in hand with down the rest of my life. But we still have a life. He's not beating me. He's paying the bills and uh, we can work it out. We can figure it out. Well, uh, how do you do that? Well, I always picture life relationships with myself, with others around me that we have time. It's almost like the DNA. You know, if you're looking at it, 1D and it because DNA is 3D, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, we have relationships that do this. You know, and there's time where we grow and we're not spending time together. You know, it's like me taking a trip to Spain and my husband stayed home. You know, I had to do my personal growth. He had to do his personal growth. You know, we, we kind of set, we didn't physically, we physically separated, but we emotionally kind of let each other grow. Okay. But knowing that we have to come back to do something. So this last experience that we were, we were taking that emotional 
um, we were, we were emotionally kind of parting our ways, you know, that he was doing his thing. I was doing mine and we didn't, weren't checking in with each other the way we should. <laughs> A little bit more on one side than the other. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, let's, let's not make it personal. Let's, 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 let's I would, I want to keep this as generic as I can. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Sorry. Still fresh. Um, okay. So real... let me back up. I love everyone around me. I am so grateful my, for my husband because he's willing. He is so willing. He is so willing and he is a good man. With that, that we all go through emotions and we go through times of growth, personal growth. And sometimes that's not where we're interacting with the other person on a, on a moment to moment basis. We're not as connected. We have our own little stories, but when we start coming back, that's when we got to start saying, Oh, I need to put in 60%. The other person needs to put in 60% because that extra 10% on either side is going to help each other feel, feel accomplished again. And that reconnection happens when we do add that six, that 60% on both sides. Now, yes, I didn't say the extra 40% because we're still doing life. We're still needing to take care of us. We're still needing to be ourselves because sometimes we come home from work and, you know, frankly, it's pizza night because you know, we can't cook. So it's, it's that other 40% that we need to take care of ourselves. But we need to know that there's a breath in, breath out in life. And just like, you know, you know, going, you know, knowing that something happened, breath, breath out, that we have to have that peace when something comes back to us, we hook up with somebody again, the breath in and just know that there's transformation happening. But it's us willing to see what they did and what we did. You know, and it's called communication. Communication, oh my gosh, it's the it's the element that can heal so much if we like I made a post the the other day or yesterday about you know some I can't I I'm in another mode here. Let me. Well, let why, me you, why are you doing that? Susan says uh, you can't take ultimate ultimate responsibility for somebody else's happiness, which is absolutely, emphatically, absolutely true. Mm -hmm. And same. that's that's basically that part of you know accepting what we cannot change. We can't but, fill in a bucket, but 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 let me let me push back on that just a little bit because I I I'm, um and I suspect most of the folks that are here are are ladies, and I would and if you'd like to chat, I would love for I would love for you to answer this important question: If uh, who cooks the dinner in your house most of the time, and has the your significant other or spouse ever said, "Honey, why don't you go take a load off and relax"? I'll cook dinner tonight. Or better yet, honey, why don't we cook dinner together and we can have make it a family time to do that, understanding that it's out of his comfort zone, but he's giving you the opportunity to 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 enter your comfort zone rather than you having to make all the sacrifices of trying to get along with somebody. Uh, uh, that way does that, does that does that make sense does anybody uh, just, don't leave me hanging kids <laughs> uh, but so and, and maybe i can say that because i cook i was the one who did thanksgiving dinners uh i and a fine job i did i must say uh, but uh, um but and i tried 
And I can say that my husband doesn't feel like a good cook. And I have so many food allergens that it's like for him to cook for me is a little entertaining. So, um, but, but, and I think that's part of us. And, and I'm going to say um, for a lot of us women that we kind of go into, this is my job to take care of things. And when we can finally find that person who can help us out, because I know that, um, wonderful Angie, that I've witnessed you going through a couple husbands to finally get the one that you have. And I am so grateful you have him. <laughs> you deserve that happiness. <laughs> and so with that, that, that as we do that, but like I posted yesterday, you know, what we say is not always what we mean. And what we mean is not always what we say. That's absolutely true. You know, it's like a lot of us people stay quiet instead of voicing in a kind way, in a productive way. What is my intention? Every time that I've had a conversation, you know, I got the image. You know what the image I got that I was going through the last couple of weeks? In Harry Potter, Ron has a chess game that he has to play where if he didn't make the right move, the head of the, the piece that he moved gets lopped off. Well, I felt like I was playing that because I had to check in with my integrity. I had to take check in with my intention. What is my intention behind this conversation? And when we can do that, it takes the I anger many times out of this situation to an I want something better. I want something better. And if we can kind of hold on to that intention of how can I have conversation to make this better? And there again, going back to that serenity prayer, accept the things we cannot change. Does that mean that we put up with them? That's where we have to make a choice. Can I put up with this? Sometimes we can navigate around it. Sometimes we can set up something that we can do something about it. But sometimes, like you, Kevin, we have to sometimes say goodbye. And my love goes to everyone in these moments where they have to do this because life isn't always where we stay with someone forever. But some of uh, us are lucky and some of us, you know, it just depends. But I know for me, I have had to reevaluate, reinitiate, reevaluate. I could have had. 15 marriages inside my own in the 30 years. I could have had 15 new marriages in the last 30 years of this marriage because I have always re-initiating, re-establishing, re-creating, re the re's, whatever the re was. What can I do that's re not redoing the old past, but what can I do to create the new? And it's that re-stepping into once we come back out, how can we come back together again? And how can we honor each other, but yet at the same time come together and create new magic? Because not every not everything can stay the same. We would be bo so boring if we stayed the same. And so that's where it's honoring that that shift and change. And and if we notice that we're not you know, like my friend, the my wonderful gifted friend that I live within a, as a crow flies, not even 50 yards. Or, I mean, uh, it's about half a mile away. Do I see her all the time? No, we have our time away. But then as we come back together again, we know that we can, we have communication, we have greatness, we have love for each other for where we've been. 
to where we're going. And we keep reaching out to see if it works for us to come back together again in those busy times. It's that effort. And Susan says her husband cooks once in a blue moon on his days off, but he pays little attention to my food allergies, which which could be a problem if you're lying, uh, you know, like dead and because of your food allergies. That, that <laughs> probably doesn't work out all that well. And But that brings up an interesting point. He knows he's married to her. He knows she's got food allergies. So I I failed to see why he would not. I, that's just, but that's just me. But then you see, I I can't I can't say anything because um, my wife left. Um, of course, she left to go to another man's bed. So I suppose that was sort of sort sort of a. Uh, um, a thing with this. <laughs> so in other words your your situation came up to where it was her opportunity to go out uh well, well you know can i tell this story real quick mm -hmm. just, just 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 real quick i was doing the radio show and i was and i was spending my own money and i was trying to make it work and i was trying to sell advertising and do all this she wanted no part of it and so i but i, I was committed to it i love doing it i love doing this stuff and uh, so she decided she wanted to join the gym, a gym, uh, a 24 hour fitness. And I couldn't afford to for us both to get a membership. And I was still recovering from my broken hip or from my replaced hip. So so I bought her a membership. Uh, she goes to the gym. She gets into you know, a cycling class, which is and she meets several people. And she has another female friend that goes to the cycling class. Well, then she meets a guy by the name of Tim. Tim, I'd known for 10 years prior to that. I'd known his wife. I knew his girlfriend. I knew he was an asshole. He was a lousy person and he was not very nice to people, but he sure had a game he could talk up and he had a nice ass. So anyway, uh, over time, she decided that uh, she would get, she got closer to these biker people. I got and So she separated from, she got closer to them farther away from me. And so it ended up that uh, they they ended up having an affair, um, and that was and she didn't even tell me. I had to, I had to, <laughs> I won't tell you the Thanksgiving story. That's, <laughs> that's too heartbreaking. But uh, um, she had to. Uh, I, I, she wouldn't admit it. And then so I took her out to breakfast, and I said, "What are you doing?" And she said, "Well, I'm I'm leaving." And I said, "Great. Oh well, see you. Have a have a nice day because I don't like Tim, and we're not living together with Tim. So there." Um, mm -hmm that's but we had it, it, our relationship had fractured so badly at that point that we couldn't even we couldn't even communicate and and that's and that's the thing is is that that's that's what we all have to kind of look at in ourselves is what is it will what is it going to take to rebuild after this moment of separation in any kind of relationship and and when we're when we're doing that you know there's that time where you guys could have, if if she was willing and you were willing to, no matter how fractured, to start a whole new relationship, thinking that we've all both changed. But at that moment in time, both of you decided not worth it. And that's where we got to make the choice. Is it is it worth keep beating ourselves up for it or not? Because sometimes, you know, I'm just going to say that there's some tools that my loving husband doesn't have, and it's for me to help him 
to see those tools that he doesn't have so he can awaken. You know, for like for my husband, he came up from a family who does not understand food allergies. I mean, it's like my, you know, he just, they just didn't, they don't. And so with me, with my nut allergy that I have, that's so, I mean, it's like, I can't even be in a room when they're, when they're in the same room that he didn't even think about looking on the ingredients. He didn't even think about that. And so he would buy me candy and I'm like going, his heart was in a good place. He bought me candy. Well, he ended up eating the candy. So, you know, it's like. Yeah, but you see, that's uh, us as men. We do that on purpose. You I, yeah, and, then, and when it happened the second and third time, I said, wait a minute. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. <laughs> this is not fair. This is called being mean. That this way, is called being mean because you're buying me candy that I want to eat and I can't eat. That's being mean. We get to have our candy and eat it, too. <laughs> yeah. And, and we get rewarded for being a thoughtful husband by bringing you candy. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. You can't eat that. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. First time, second time, third time. <laughs> but that's the thing, though, is as though you know, it's like we all have these moments where, either from childhood drama traumas or something that we're not, we don't have all the tools. And so, how in our relationships can we help each other be? Because I know for me, about three years ago, I started saying to my husband, you know, honey, that's your strength. This is my weakness. Can you help me with my weakness? And then we would come across something that was my strength. And I said, I'll help you out. This is my strength because I know you're not so strong in this. And, and so with that, the, that having that knowledge of seeing where, to, where our relationship is, because it's greater than just somebody working for us and coming home. It is about that communion together. And we have to have, I always picture, you know, like a, the, um, the Greek, you know, pillars that they have, you know, they have two strong pillars to hold up the roof, mm -hmm. you know, and, and sometimes it all takes two pillars to hold up, you know, a, a, a pretty skinny roof, you know, but you know, it takes two strong pillars to hold up a roof. But if I'm over here trying to make somebody else happy, what's happening with my roof? It's going to collapse in. So two strong pillars, two wonderful strong pillars saying, hey, it's about me too. Or, hey, I want to be here for you tonight because I know you had a rough night. Or, hey, I know that you had an exciting night. Congratulations. You know, it's about finding that balance. But sometimes the road to something is done and we have to make those decisions with, which aren't always easy. They're not, they're just not. And, but the one question that I've always asked, and this is something I even did with my ex-husband, which I had darn right to leave him. You're right. Is, that I had to make sure because the way that I work, that I gave him three months. <laughs> if he doesn't do certain things in those three months, because then I was going to go out because I had to work myself out of that relationship. Because if I just jump ship, me being me in my morals and my values, which are just me and my package, that I had to make sure that I, that when I look back, I could say, I tried everything. And then I was done. The door closed. Well, I'll tell you, in that particular relationship, you qualify as a saint. So we're. <laughs>
We're going to give you some holy water and, and uh, you can help us out with that because giving that, that son of a three months was, yeah, well, that's just me. Sorry. But, but you know, that's where I asked the universe. This is, this is the part that I asked my universe and my universe. I include as my guides, my team and everything. When something is happening in my life, I step out and I say, you guys got to help me. You got to show me the way. You got to manage this with me because I'm a human walking this path. You got to show me a way. You got to help me. And I can tell you that, that in that statement that I just said with those three months, well, guess what? We ended up having to move out of our apartment. I said, you go live with your parents. I'll live with mine because my parents wouldn't let him in and I didn't want to live with his. That that in that time that started giving our relationship this happening, which was easier for me to 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 separate, and and it gave me reasons for saying I'm done. That was a gift from the universe. Exactly, and that's what I'm happening now. I can say just in the last week, with me doing that, saying you guys got to help me. There's a greater picture here that in 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 communication with others that i just had to sit down and say you got to put words in my mouth sometimes you know like i said last this last week when i was here you know team you wanted me to do this you got to help me by putting words in my mouth so when we're coming up to a situation where we have to have those hard conversations try to step out and and not be in so much control of something and try to just Step back a minute and see what the greater picture is supposed to be. Because you may find that those words come out of your mouth that, did I say that? But they were meant to be said. So it's they, checking in with our intention. This has been a good conversation today. I, I, I'm hoping that it helps someone because I know many of us are in crossroads with jobs, friends, you know, loved ones, um, siblings, mom and parents, you know, it's like, we're all in these crossroads. Should we keep these people in our lives? And there's not one straight answer. It's a very curvy road and it, and it has many whys in it. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? Which way do I go in the why in the road? You know, but that's where we have to kind of check in. Where am I at? And God grant me the serenity so I can accept things I cannot change or the willingness to know the difference. And, you know, and I know that prayer is so different than what I just said, but at the <laughs> same time though, it is that part of, we have to look at what we cannot change to see if we can live with it. Can we live with it? And if we can live with it, and help shift it just a little bit so it's a little softer, that's when we know that we can kind of come back together again. But like your wife having having the affair with the person, that was something that you cannot accept that change. And and it was done, you know, well, and hit her too. If we wanted to all live together, I suppose that would have worked, but that wasn't going to happen. I, I was going to go get a shotgun and kill him. Uh, <laughs> which, of course, I don't believe in weapons, so that didn't work out very well for me. I looked all over the house and couldn't find anything. But you know, the thing the thing is in 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 my experience is that don't let it get to the point where you're not communicating anymore. Mm -hmm. 
and you're just being a roommate. You exactly. Need, you need to at one point, even for, for people that are walking down a spiritual path and they don't feel as connected to the, the lifestyle that they used to live because they want to meditate now and they want to do other things and they want to light candles and stuff. And the husband is still, you know, doing the same things that he was doing or the wife or whatever it is. Um, you communicate, let them know that you're changing, try and invite them in to, mm-hmm. to, to being, uh, to continue a loving relationship. And you're right. If, if there's a, if there's a point in time when it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And, and most of the time the universe will make that plain as the, as the nose on your face. And that's the thing is, is that we need to be willing to hear it. Uh, even though there's one time in my life with my husband now, and it was about eight years ago that I was actually starting to look for other apartments because things were getting so bad that as much as I love my house, that, you know, cause sometimes I loved my house more than my husband during those drinking years that, you know, when we, that, that sometimes we have to be willing, I'm going to tell you those that are going to be watching this, that every full moon, we come up to a moment, full moons and new moons. So full moons are about what are we going to be willing to let go of? And the new moons about what are we supposed to bring into our life? And they're always two weeks apart. So it's like the opposite of the scale. You know, what are we willing? And this full moon, it's at the end of a Mercury retrograde. Because Mer- Mercury retrograde went out last Friday. And now we're still in that first week of, of it shifting going back. Because Mercury, when planets are in retrograde, it's about redoing. What am I reapplying? What am I rethinking about? And gosh darn it, my life was going into the re's really stiff last week. Um, and so with that, but then it's like coming out to say, what am I willing to be done with now? What am I willing to be done with? I'm done being that person that you talked about, Kevin, who always is the one who says yes when I need to say no once in a while. You need to have yourself, uh, your self-esteem and your integrity. I wanted to bring something, remind you of something. You said that eight years ago you started looking for an apartment. Mm-hmm. What else happened eight years ago? That's when he ended up getting pulled over by the police and got a DWI. And since there are no accidents, who do you suppose had a hand in that? <laughs> your your guides uh, again uh, you're another example of your guides were taking care of you exactly and it's that willingness to step into what are they showing because i can tell you right after that happened i trusted my team that i would survive more than my husband yes but i had to trust somebody and sometimes i couldn't trust me because my humanness was getting in the way or, or I couldn't trust him because he was still human going through the change. And because I was going through a change too, because I was used to living with an alcoholic. So I had to change too. You know, there's all those shifts and changes, but it's that checking in with what the universe is trying to show us. Because as we walk, there's going to be, there's going to be songs. There's going to be birds. There's going to be animals. There's going to be, there's going to be all these different things that are coming forth that are going to be showing us, take a look, take a look. Cause I can sure tell you, you know how many squirrels were running across my path in the last two weeks? Hope you didn't hit any. I didn't. Oh, good for you. 
But squirrels are about making sure you get your work done, but have fun at the same time. Get some enjoyment out of your life. Get what you need out of your life. Because we're all in this midst of feeling like we can't get our heads straight. We're feeling overwhelmed. We're feeling like what's coming next. We're feeling like our legs get kicked out of, from underneath us because things just keep happening. And yet at the same time, though, you know, sometimes there's just a rainbow in the clouds that we just got to stop and look at and say, you know what? Something's going to work out. What are we going to do with cards today? I was I was shuffling while we were doing this. So well, good. And I just wanted I just wanted to let to make this statement for everybody because this I strongly and I have got I have got proof to back it up. And that and that is this. Put the word out there. Trust in your guides. Trust in the other side that they're going to take care of you. Pay attention, and good things will happen. Mm -hmm eventually <laughs> sometimes, yeah sometimes it's not right away sometimes you got to go through the shit to get to the other side excuse me to get to the other side but uh but you will all you're all loved you're all taken care of your guides will support you and take care of you even mm -hmm. if nobody else will mm -hmm. exactly and that's that's where i was saying that you know I knew that sometimes I wasn't going to be okay. And I know the person I was working with wasn't going to be okay, but I knew that the team would make it okay. And it's amazing how, how we do have it. It's just that belief because we're all novices in this walk of path of life. And as we're walking through life, just remember that, that, being a novice is being human and not everybody has the tools. So how can, if we have the tools to do something, how can we help others have the tools? And that's part of somebody has strengths and others have weaknesses. And how can we help somebody else with their weakness? And sometimes we're the enlightened ones and it's time for her to help our unenlightened people around us to get more a little bit more enlightened by just walking our talk and talking our walk. Okay, so so novice, um, innocence, beginner, um, ignorance, um, new skill without practice, unstable curiosity. Unstable curiosity, that kind of has a statement. <laughs> it's amazing that you pick cards and you pull cards that are relevant to the conversation that we just had. Mm -hmm. And what I do is, is that basically I just kind of fan them out and pull what comes to me. So I have nothing, this, the novice card actually um, popped out when I was, um, when I was shuffling. So that means that the, the, it's almost like somebody pulled it out for me. So then the hawk. So the hawk is my totem. So when I see a hawk, I know that I'm empowered and believe in my empoweredness. It doesn't mean I'm powerful. It's my empoweredness, my ability to say, I've got my tools. So it's omen and messages. So with that, take sometimes we have to take a bird's eye view and glide around, not be in a hurry to get from point A to point B, but just glide around to see what our next opportunity is. Because if you watch a hawk and the eagle, what do they do? They just float. 
and they see what's going to happen. And if we can do that in life, sometimes we have to ask, universe, give me this, please. And then be willing to see what the universe is going to give us. Because sometimes they don't always give us what we wanted. They give us what we need. And a lot of times it's somebody maybe calling and say, hey, I was thinking about you today. You know, so think about what's around you to give you support because we can all have the wealth of the world. This is not about money, eh, a little bit, but it's the wealth, that inner knowledge, that inner guidance. When we can go for that inner guidance, we go for that inner self, that empowerment that we have, we're very wealthy, but it takes the path to walk down to get there. And I know that for me, and this is not everybody's story, but my first husband that I chose to, the universe helped me, <laughs> I chose and the universe helped me to leave, that that was my turning point in my life to say, who am I? And I did not turn back. I was not that shy, quiet Natasha at 18 who thought that nobody else would want to marry me. At 18, I didn't think anybody else was going to marry me. Boy, was you wrong. Yes. As is, was. Still working <laughs> on it. So the cow. The cow is next. So the cow is about nourishment. Uh, nourishment, abundance, asking, receiving. Ooh, what was that conversation about today? Asking and receiving. So the cow is about being in the moment. What do they do? How are they digesting their life? Because a cow has four stomachs. So how do they chew on something for a while, digest it, re-chew, digest it, and that kind of thing? Many of us don't spend enough time really digesting what's happening around us. Looking in the mirror, seeing what, do, what is this here to teach me? What can I do with this? I know that was part of my questions the last two weeks was, was especially the last two weeks was every minute I was asking, what is this here to teach me? So look at how we're nourishing ourselves. Look at how we need to have a balance in life. You know, the four stomachs that the, the, the cow have, there's two and there's two, there's balance. You know, it, it's about taking care of us at the same time, taking care of others. But we need to have balance, communication. And Susan is still chopping, but she added chicken. Mmm, chicken. <laughs> oh, so then here comes the earth fairy. The earth fairy. The earth fairy is about walking. It's about being on this earth and, and accepting partly what we are responsible for accepting what we cannot change you know it's that balance so with that physical health growing foundation grounding and foundation so what can we do with our life right now to become better how can we take what mercury in retrograde made us go back over emotionally to work on personally so we can help the others around us do their work and be with them. Because I know for me, for me in my life that 
this ripple effect that I've been in the last two or three weeks, I have heard many say, Natasha, thank you for helping me get through this. You showed me a way. There is, um, I learned a lot about what I needed to do now. You know, I even had something that, that in my life that started trying to sneak back in as an old habit and a coworker caught me on it. And I was like, and I texted her after that and I said, thank you, you were my catcher. So I didn't repeat an old habit. So we're all in this midst of learning something. What can we do to take care of ourselves? It's about finding that balance because we're all on this earth to do better. But sometimes it takes practice to get there. So remember, everything has a breath in, a breath in, and a breath out. A breath in and the breath out. And our DNA is that good signifying for that. It's about how can we intertwine what's going on when we come together, but yet allowing each of us to grow. Like my husband, go play golf. Go, 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 go. That's his time to have for his inner growth. For me, sometimes it's just laying in bed and reading in the morning for my inner growth. And then we come back together right after that and try to do better. So it's that breath in, that breath out. What can we do to have that? If somebody wants to get a hold of you, how do they do it? Natasha at Angelic Clarifications is my email. Or angelic clarifications is my email is my website, and you can go there and you can book a session with her and you can uh, and she can help you through some of life's little puddles and little <laughs> pop up from time to time that we get our feet wet and maybe we fall down and our little shorts get a little messy. Uh, that can happen. So I appreciate you, my friend. This, this was this was a. You know, uh, Veronica said, uh, and Susan both said that they loved this conversation, and it, it was it was a good one. So uh, we appreciate all you guys that are tuning in to us. And it is it it is our pleasure to put this together for you. It really is fun. So Natasha, anything you'd like to say before we go? Just remember that each one of you, no matter what is showing in your life, that this too shall pass, and that when we do get hit. And it's almost like somebody punches us in the stomach and, and we just don't know what to do. That, and just know that, just take a moment and breathe because this too shall pass. And like I was talking about lighting a candle, you know, light a candle for these moments where, where we do have, because I lit this candle to thank fire element today. Thank you, fire, for um, burning up those emotions that needed to be kind of released and dealt with. And you are so loved. Because I know that, especially the ones that are making comments here, every single one of you are angels in your own right, navigating the waters that you are. But like, we've had some pretty good rainstorms. Do you know how many kids I had to tell to get out of the puddle this week? But I got boots on. It's okay to step into the mud and have a little fun because we all are walking in this mud. But sometimes we have to remember to be the cow and nourish ourselves. 
or eat the cat. Never mind. I'm not, yeah. I know. <laughs> I hear you. It's just they can't. They told me to say that, so I'm just going with it. But thank you, everyone, for walking this path for me. And just remember that life is a journey. It is such a journey. It's not a destination. And each time we'll have peaks and valleys in the same moment, in the same day, in the same conversation. And it's just willing to check into what is our intention because that will help clarify some of the path that we're looking for. And enjoy the journey. As much as we physically, emotionally, and spiritually can. No, enjoy the journey. <laughs> as my brother will tell you, the alternative is you're no longer here. So as long as you're here, you might as well relax and enjoy life because you're not getting out of it alive anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> My love to everyone. And just know the angels are walking with you, believing it or not. And you guys are every single one that watches this or not watches this. This whole world, we all have gifts that we can share. And you guys are amazing. So believe in yourselves. You guys are amazing. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.